Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Coming up on today's video, Miro's saga with AEW takes a strange twist. There is a major update on a severely injured AEW star. We have the real reason why next week's live Raw got cancelled. And will Shawn Michaels wrestle again? I'm Michael Sidgwick from What Culture Wrestling. I'm Michael Hamford from What Culture Wrestling. This is the news. So yes, Dave Meltzer on Observer Radio yesterday came through with a further update on uh, Miro's situation, um, his sort of exile or stasis, or whichever glamorous sexy use you want to use to sell a thumbnail, um, in All Elite Wrestling. Last sighted at All Out in a winning trios match um, alongside Sting and Darby Allen over the House of Black. The last we saw of Miro wasn't actually then. Um, there was a vignette filmed where it was a basic but brilliant it's Miro after all um, spiel backstage darkened room in which he closed with belt the redeemer and I was like cool God's favourite champion was awesome he's going to challenge for another title this is great and then absolutely nothing happened whatsoever after that and he's not really been seen since and uh, there's been various reports over the last uh, weeks or months Uh, basically Dave Meltzer seems to be the key source on this one saying words to the effect of look he was presented something similar to the Ethan Page uh, deal, uh, which he got a push um, ahead of and after full gear. Not quite the same, but quite similar, um, in which effectively he would be on television, he would have a lot of time to talk, he would have a lot of time to work, but he would be ultimately used to put somebody over. And then yesterday on Observer Radio, when Meltzer was talking about this again, he said or suggested that because Lana, who the real life wife of Miro, of course, had said something to the effect somewhere of, you know, everyone goes back to WWE, that could be interpreted as a hint that Miro himself wants to return to WWE. And again, he says that uh, Miro was leery, I think the word was used, um, of doing jobs. And this is uh, with the exception of Brian Danielson. It seems to be a bit of a deal um, amongst certain ex-WWE talents who have since resurfaced in All Elite Wrestling. A sort of brouhaha um, spilled out of this on Twitter. Unfortunately, it didn't go very far. I was glued to my phone hoping for some absolute priceless <laughs> banter. What a weird but great promo battle Dave Meltzer versus Miro would yeah. be. A classic. A gift of the guy popping the chair out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, what would that look like? Yeah. What would that look like? <laughs> Brilliant, I imagine. Um, but ultimately, it didn't really um, amount to much. But Miro did say, well, what happened between January and July, Dave? And Dave was like, we tore your hamstring, as far as <laughs> I know. But then, you know, you go back through the archives and the news reports. And, you know, Miro was fit and raring to go at one point. But it was revealed that... You know, creative did not have anything for him. Look, this is one of those situations where I was going to unleash a take on Twitter. And I thought, you know what? I don't know anything about this. 
and uh, there's two sides to the story, and I've got a take on it, but I couldn't be arsed. I just had a mulled cider instead. <laughs> My take, ultimately, is that um, Miro should be used. Yeah. I don't necessarily think he should be given the world title mm. and have the Bob Holly run, but I do think he should be used. I do think it's kind of promotional malpractice that he hasn't been used, even if there's a political reason and an anxiety over him going to WWE for that matter, because he's just so goddamn talented. And if there's any fans who say, oh, he should do jobs, he should do jobs, no, he bloody shouldn't. Yeah. He's an absolutely incredible professional wrestler, a rare, brilliant all-rounder, like promos, in-ring quality. He's got this completely distinct... Um, edge to his act and this is what happens with competition you know people have agency again they can say I don't want to do this they don't have to work under Vince's daft whims and I think more power to him as much as I miss him if he's got standards let him have standards yeah I kind of welcome the push and pull between the promoter and the performer coming back yeah. as a result of there no longer being a monopoly I can understand why younger fans especially might be furious with Miro especially if you're like an AW mm-hmm. loyalist and you feel like you should just do what you're told but the problem with everybody doing what they were told was that made for very bland television oh, about a century of it as well for the end of 20 years you know um Ultimately, everyone is kind of within their right to do what they wish. Miro's within his rights to say no thanks to a promo and like, you know, sort of veto something. Similarly, Tony Khan is within his rights to promote a team, simply not use him if that's the case. Uh, the meritocracy that was trying to be established within AEW is great as a fan, but obviously wrestlers and promoters mm-hmm. can do, disagree on how far you are no. up that pecking order. I welcome conversations like this, and I obviously, ultimately, as a fan, I would like, I'm with you, I would like to see Miro back on television, and I personally feel like he warranted his place um, over, you know, I'm not going to name other performers, but you can look at that TV show and see, in 2021 especially, how it felt like he was on this upward trajectory towards the AEW mm-hmm. title, perhaps, or at least a shot yeah. at it. Um, I, I'm all for chats like this, regardless of how it plays out. Yes. Like, I'm all for, in both companies, wrestlers knowing their worth and knowing the value and fighting for that if they believe it. Indeed. If I'm Miro, very quickly before we move on, if I'm Miro, right, okay, um, and I've been so great in 2021 and I've come back from wretched creative and I know my value and I've already been sort of buried before, so mm. I'd be apprehensive about something that I would perceive to be a risk because the gamer stuff is terrible and he's probably a little bit apprehensive about doing something that could lower his stock. If I'm Miro, right, the, uh, like the absolute acclaim out the ace that this man got in 2021 as God's favourite champion, he had every right to be overshadowed by the arrivals of CM Punk, Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. Adam Cole, and the creative generally was fantastic throughout 2021 or much of it with the, the conclusion to the um, offer now of the Omega Page saga. The Young Bucks were in scintillating form. Like There was loads of stuff going on. MGF was cutting great promos every week. We got Nick Gage on TV. It was a wild, eventful, shocking, incredible year. And Miro was right there at the top mm-hmm. for me. So he should know his value and apparently he does uh, moving on to our next story uh, there's a nice and hopefully welcome injury update on AEW's Adam Cole who last wrestled of course at the otherwise brilliant um, AEW X New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door pay-per-view during which he was severely injured um, in the um, four-way IWGP heavyweight title match um, necessitating an abrupt and anticlimactic finish and I started to get uneasy about the whole situation like obviously at the time it looked harrowing um, as the weeks and months unfolded, updates were few and far between. You knew it was a head injury. He, like, he didn't hurt his leg, you can tell that. And a head injury is always very, very alarming um, for very obvious reasons that I should not have to reiterate here. The thing that started to get me really alarmed as opposed to merely uneasy is when CM Punk, otherwise in the most foul mood imaginable at the Brawl Out press conference where he just wanted to scorch the earth, the man still found time, right? When you're in a fit of rage, you don't want to be nice to anyone. And yet Adam Cole is such a nice guy 
um, by all accounts, that in the midst of the most pissed off he's probably ever been, CM Punk, he was like, Adam Cole's a sweetheart, I'm really worried about him. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my God, if you can take that time out of that mood to really express your concern over Cole, then Christ, it must be quite serious. Mm. So I started to get really alarmed around that time. But happily, Dave Meltzer was asked on Twitter yesterday, or possibly the day before, about his status. And a very good report, um, a promising one rather, came through in that he's doing much better, Dave Meltzer says. And at the present moment, uh, there's no time frame because there are never any time frames with a concussion but AEW are being um, very cautious which I think is a good thing you should be extremely stringent um, in this sort of situation but the fact that he's doing much better and they're just simply being cautious at this point expresses at the very least that we're nowhere near the all hope has been lost stage yeah it's just nice news isn't it wrestling's so much better with Adam Cole in it but um, that's very much a selfish take as a wrestling fan ultimately when it's somebody that you like or care a great deal of as a performer the amount of wrestlers we've seen with head injuries. Your wife likes Adam Cole, doesn't she? A little bit too much, actually. Um, but like, just the sooner we get him back, as fans, the better. But more importantly, like the man's health. Like, as long-standing wrestling fans, there have been one too many concussion stories that have not ended well, mm-hmm. or when wrestling didn't really know how properly to deal with it effectively. Thankfully, it doesn't seem like we're in that time anymore. Mm. And yes, like, take- fingers crossed, because he's just hell of a guy. Take as long as you need, and we hope to, to the extent where you can come back. It'd be like wrestling does miss him. It's one of those things where I'm starting to really miss Adam Cole, and I hope a lot of people are as well because mm. I thought the the reaction he was getting throughout the year was just kind of disgusting, even by like wrestling Twitter slash squared circle sort of uh, standards or whatever. Bloody, it's horrible everywhere. Let's yeah. face it, it was getting really, really ugly out there for like the nicest guy. Like, what are we even doing here? Um, but at this point in time, like with this news, and even a few weeks, I was thinking. Have the kingdom just disappeared because that's what Tony Khan does to quite a few of his talents? Or are they sort of potentially, with Kyle O'Reilly also like sadly very injured as well and Bobby Fish out the door, and they want to continue this Cole Omega story like Kenny Omega knows how good Adam Cole is. He's desperate to work him in a featured storyline. Have the kingdom been kind of like parked to the side with the idea of disassociate that sort of jobber light run and could they get paired with Adam Cole so they could sort of do the um, elite superclip saga yeah. with slightly different players involved? Look, it's the hope that um, we didn't have a few months ago, so that is something. And we also have the real reason why WWE cancelled next week's live edition of Raw. Um, instead, a absolute best um, edition will be um, broadcast instead on December 26. And basically, um, the hard-working TV production staff, it was thought it's a bit shan, which is a northeast term, <laughs> a bit harsh uh, to have them work um, on Boxing Day, even though the live production staff will be working Boxing Day at the yeah. Garden. Uh, it's not the TD Garden. It's uh, in Boston. It's at uh, Madison Square Garden. The Garden will always be the Garden. The Garden will always be the Garden. And uh, so the live production staff and the talent and, you know, the bookers and the agents will all be working on Boxing Day. But it's a tradition. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a slow news day. It's December 23rd, <laughs> as you might have guessed. For me, right, not to be uh, my usual, I almost fell over backwards. <laughs> I was about to say something dickheaded as well about over. the Fed. Uh, basically, <laughs> it's kind of nice, but at the same time, like my take is the garden. I understand this is an annual tradition. I understand that the market will be sad if you don't go to the garden. Yeah. I understand that the talent really like working house shows, but like surely not on December twenty sixth. Mm. And isn't the garden like really exorbitant to produce in? Like the costs are ridiculous. That's why they don't run it anywhere near as often yeah. as they do. So, yeah, it's, it's the holidays. Who cares about wrestling? 
There's a romance to it. Well, this is the I thing. Don't about, I don't watch anything until December 28th, I don't think. To our fans and friends in the United States of America. America. Quite a lot, it would seem, because there's always been, like, tickets on sale for, like, like December 25th. Well, class yeah, used to have like, Star Wars all the time. a big Christmas gift thing that, like, we're not really part of here because they don't run yeah. in towns in the UK over Christmas, I guess. Um, but, yeah, ultimately, I'm with you. This is at least, like, you know, this is, like, the, this is proper vintage celebrating WWE's baby steps. Remember a few years back when they ran a live Raw on Christmas Day? Like yeah. Vince McMahon is absolute obscene worst excesses. Remember a, a few promoter. months ago when they said wrestling on TV. <laughs> this is it. So like, um, I it's uh, I'm all in favour of best ofs and like as well, right? I know just a wider point on this. Anything that is a baby step towards taking a small break every now and then. Mm-hmm. Raw having a week off the churn will help Raw. Take two weeks, do a New Year's special as well. Take two months. Take- no, I'm joking, I'm joking. But, but no, it's true, they should have an off-season. Yeah, the show that never stops should stop sometimes, yeah. so I'm all for this. I would have Dynamite stop as well for at least mm-hmm. two or three weeks as well. I want to miss it. You never yeah. get the chance to miss wrestling. Totally. It's no wonder who, like, everyone who gets injured, even if they're a heel, when they come back, it's like, I've missed you. I never get the chance to bloody miss anyone, and they always get cheered as a baby face. Explains why uh, Scottish football's always so hot after that Christmas break. Sorry, Andy Murray. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, Last story before we get to some questions is Will Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, the sexy boy, boy toy, Return to in-ring action? No, he's told Culture Stage that he has absolutely no plans to do so, but it cropped up as a news item, so we thought we'd cover it. Yeah. Um, he's basically just said, no, he's having the time of his life watching the next generation of talent flourish. Um, Axiom's great, Grayson Waller's great, Braun Breaker's great. Look, it's a bit uneven, shall we say, NXT. Um, what a show it is. Oh, but like, sometimes it's great, earnestly. A lot of time it's great on a so bad it's good level. My life would be significantly less charmed if NXT wasn't a part of it at this point, I don't think. Podcasts every week on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get them covering NXT. Let us hold your hand through Apple the, Podcasts. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Amazon yeah. Music, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. Through the murky undergrowth of NXT back in the forward center, we will help you, we will introduce you to some of the mad cast of characters they've got down there. Well, they've never heard of them because Bronson Reed didn't get a pop. Right there, <laughs> no, that's it, yeah. Um, yeah, Shawn Michaels not wrestling again. The thing about this, I suppose, is that um, 2022 has never been more 
never say never in the industry that has lived by that credo forever and yeah. ever and ever. The only thing they'll never do is unionise now. Yeah, that's Vince, it. <laughs> Vince has stepped down. Like, unionisation is the only thing that ain't ever going to happen. Wrestling it should, one, but it isn't. Wrestling's one hard line and the sad reason behind it. Yeah, yeah. no. But, um, but yeah, Shawn Michaels uh, felt like a never say never guy. Um, I felt like an actually retired guy till 2018, and then he came back anyway in that absolute disaster at Crown Jewel 2018 for the money. Um, but then his post-match interview felt like the most, felt like the realest wrestler retirement story of ever because yes. the regret slapped across his face. Oh my god! The second he got backstage, the second he was like slouched by the turnbuckles, yeah. he was like, eh. "I believe that more than any retirement situation yeah, no. ever in wrestling." So this one might actually stick. Indeed, right? We're going to finish up with some questions. Forgive me while I try not to fall out of this chair. It's absolutely ridiculous. Get us a better chair. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mur- Murray's kind of a, I was going to say, an awkward guy in the most awkward way imaginable. Murray is quite awkward. How has he not fell out with these? I um, I thought you were, like, going to get Graham Norton, you know, on that red chair when somebody pressed the button. The second you're going to criticise WWE, somebody's got a button somewhere, and then away you go. Maybe you got a voodoo doll. <laughs> I know who's, I know. There's one called David Lee. I think he's got a voodoo doll on me. Mate. Anyway, this one comes from uh, Matt Banter Reigns. Never heard of him. The number one mega fan, the legend, who's the biggest in all of our hearts. Yeah, he's all right, really. He's like the second and third size of the heart and the Grinches. <laughs> That's too big for this prick. Um, very important question, Benroy. Oh, Christ. Just put yeah, it on the overlay. Yeah, on the screen somewhere. Yeah, we are completely unprofessional. We don't do this very often. Festive news, isn't it? We don't do this very often, as yeah. you can tell. We didn't even sort of tell you that was you. Our host, you Oh, no, it's production. all right. They said it was broken. We got away with that one. Oh, oh did we? Yeah, it's allowed. Right, okay. Allowed. So, Matt Banterain says, It's Christmas time, so I have a soft spot in my heart for certain ass, certain people. Pamphlet, could you rate my pint pick a 1 out of 10, please? Would like an amateur's opinion. Cheers, lads. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a 10 and a half. What's the ABV on that? Eight. That's like quite low. It's too high for me, eight percent, but it's quite low for Matt Reigns. I've seen him go to like ten to twelve percent. An absolute monster. That colour, that translucent colour, is right where I'm at. Jesus, Jesus Christ, that looks absolutely unbelievable. He's good at pint um, picks. I've got to give him that, Matt Reigns. Good at pint. If he can, days, if Reigns. he can do nothing else, yeah, he can take he a can picture t- of his beard. <laughs> he can. Have uh, a nice Christmas. Man. Another legend, uh, Michael Qualley, and I've never how to pronounce his name. Caller, caller, yeah. Great taste in music and film. Absolutely regardless. incredible taste and in wrestling, music. And wrestling podcasters. Indeed. He says, since I missed the question window, what he's referring to there is we recorded um, a questions you most want answered podcast yesterday, which you can obviously check out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon Music. Um, he's in the lakes, beautiful area. Mm-hmm. If you're visiting these wonderful isles, like sort of picturesque, not in terms of politics or society, <laughs> but the actual picturesque beauty of these isles hit the lake district. Right. It's absolutely lovely. Uh, which Greg's roll or bake to start with? Thankfully, there is one in Keswick, Keswick, uh, so we can pick some up for mid mid hike buddies. Fall off the chair. Greg's stuff. Triple H couldn't cope with Greg's, could he? When they brought him over for class at the castle, he couldn't figure it out. Greg's, he was like, "What the hell is this? We've heard the hell is this history." Like, I mean, or, or he was just, uh, he was giving them the WrestleMania treatment going 20 minutes trying to open it up. Context, Greg's is a ridiculously prolific, prevalent brand. Yeah. There's like a meme where like in South Shields, there's a Greg's, another shop, and then a Greg's next yeah. to it, uh, which is really low budget um, pastries filled with meat and like sandwiches and donuts and stuff. But it's all about it's the pasties mm. or the bakes because they've gentrified it and southernized it. Mm. For me, um, corn beef bake, corn beef pasty. Um, it's just lovely, like very warming. Aye. The steam coming off the like the very, very pink inside of yes. it. Of a oh yeah, don't look at it. No. Don't look at it, but eat it. 
steak bake for me or the the vegan sausage roll vastly superior to the generic sausage very roll. peppery yeah got very a nice, peppery nice air seasoning to it but yeah steak bake is what I would go for and um, I've got absolutely no idea of the time because I'm just really scared of doing this job it's alright last, last news of the year we're going out on a low it's yeah. okay we've got time for one more yeah and this is a more serious question not about food or drink um Dadley's news do you think rookie of the year Kanosuke Takeshita <laughs> could continue his path to stardom by kicking out of the one-winged angel in a future math with Kenny Omega. I love this question, and Ooh. I think the answer is yes. I get a lot of recency bias. I sometimes get ideas in my head. I'm like, yes, just do that. That sounds great. Because I always thought it would be Hangman Page. I thought the money was um, Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega. Um, they do two pay-per-view matches in 2021. The first, um, Kenny Omega wins, but Hangman Page kicks out of the one-winged angel to make you believe that he could do it. Um, didn't happen. The one winged angel has this 99.999 success rate. Still, still only caught your caught at Abushi in 2012, who was kicked out of it. So as soon as I realised that, all right, they're not giving that to Hangman. He's just gonna have the belt, and that's fine. Yeah. They are obviously saving it for someone. I don't know who. Maybe Kenny uh, Omega doesn't even have it in mind. Just a really nice thing to have for when he's about to retire. I can give whoever's really hot at the time or very promising at the time. Or maybe he does have an idea. It might be Takeshita. He loves Takeshita. Um, responsible for like recommending him, bringing him in. Takeshita is like one of those. Like We were talking um, on a podcast the other day about universally liked professional wrestlers mm. who are impossible to hate. I think we arrived at Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jamie Hayter, and uh, Sami Zayn must yeah. be the most universally beloved because everyone loves all the hardcores and like indie snobs like me love his stuff um, as El Generico and PWG particularly and then he's like the absolute darling of WWE mm -hmm. fans I think Takeshita's up there There's what could you hate about Takeshita? yeah no he's got, he kind of has got the lot and I think it's like this rookie of the year guy from our esteemed colleague Adam Wilborn of course Kind of sums up what's great about Takeshi. You could have never seen him before and been given six months of the presentation that he's had in AEW and get it. You get it straight away. You understand what he offers. You understand what he can do long-term for the company as a babyface mm -hmm. especially. Um, I like this idea of like Omega at this point in his career just sitting on it until the right match or the right moment. There would have been a time where it would have had that. Remember the Undertaker streak era where it was like, uh, got to give it to Ted DiBiase or Wade Barrett. And nothing against those two specifically, but this idea that like a mid-card and needed yeah. the win until it reached that point where it took a big star like a Brock Lesnar. It had to, the streak had to feel as legitimate as the guy ending yeah. it. So I think at this point, um, unless you want to make a world champion, it, like a Takeshita would be right now, you probably do just save it for a legacy kickout. Someone like Akota Ibushi being the first guy that did it and the last guy to yeah. do it if they're ever to fight again as part of a big... Maybe this year. Maybe this year. A Golden Lovers saga. You know, Jeff Jarrett, if you can talk Tony Khan into giving it up. You know, just the, just the big names that like fit their own... I'm being facetious, of course. He wouldn't need to kick out. He could just hit him with a guitar. But yeah, someone like at this point, if not, if not a Takeshita, I would say Justin Ibushi, or you revisit Page or an Okada, something like that. You start reaching the tail end of Omega's run, yeah, and make it not really about oh my god, what happens now? Just it's the beginning of the end for Kenny yeah. himself. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. I like that indeed. Thank you very much for your questions. Thank you very much for sticking with us this far in the video, and thank you very much indeed for just mm. following and supporting what culture wrestling over the year. Like I sometimes take the piss out of certain commentators. It's a very small vocal minority we are genuinely so touched that you continue to spend part of your day with us whether it's uh, on youtube reading our articles or on our podcasts and we hope you the very best for a holiday season and i think everyone's had a pretty rubbish year yeah and um, this year cost of living crises out the years plural 
and wrestling was a bit sad across the board in so many cases and generally just the political sphere is just completely and utterly <laughs> just broken absolutely broken um, thank you very much for sticking with us and allowing us to be your escape from all of that I know I can be a snarky dickhead but it's kind of a gimmick so just um, deal with that uh, genuinely I'm very earnestly thankful um, that we've cultivated um, or kept hold of or whatever you want to call it um, quite a nice following of people mm. um, so thank you very much for that I, I hope you have the very best holiday season don't forget to like share and subscribe of course and we will see you soon even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.